Welcome to episode three of Put This In Your Ear Hole podcast. I am DJ Left Eye Len, joined by Philly T, and Zachary Dollar Smith is back fresh from the coronavirus. We don't need Trevor. We don't need Teach Barbershop. I mean, I wouldn't mind if Aunt Shelly was here. That'd be awesome. Aunt Shelly. Aunt Shelly was a big part. Yeah. We don't need need Ross singing because I'm back. Back, baby. I am back. Back in business. (laughs) First thing we want to talk about, Ross is going to be coming on here at some point to do a little interview, uh, ask him some questions about the tournament, the foundation that him and his friends have put together. Uh, I mean, including myself, including Steve, Phil's kind of... I am now a part of kind, it. Yeah, kind of a part of it. Getting now more I involved. Am. Getting, now I'm, I'm official okay. now. I'm he's, he's officially official. I'm officially, officially official. official, yes. He's official. He has kind of been a part of it. Now he is a part of it. Um, getting more acclimated with everything. But anyway, uh, the dates have been set for the Wing Bash, which will be held at Whiskey Rhythm. Uh, Where we are right now. Whiskey is closed on Mondays, so put this in your ear hole has taken over. This is the studio for the studio. this week. Um, that's going to be on Saturday, June 27th from 5 to 9 p.m. That is the wing bash. Um, it starts at 5, and I'm not going to put an end time of 9 p.m. on it. It's a Saturday night, so I'm assuming most people are going to stay out after that. Guys, I don't I'll know be if, you've ever been a, if you've ever seen or heard or been a part, pretty good turnout, pretty good time. Um, pretty much takeover whiskey rhythm. We'll yeah. also be looking for some Chinese auction baskets if any of our listeners want to point us in a direction. Yes, and to just kind of throw out some of the prize that we've had in the past for our listeners to kind of, you know, pique your interest, uh, we get a ton of signed stuff from athletes of uh, the Pittsburgh teams in here. But also, you know, if you're not into sports, as Steve mentioned with the baskets and stuff, we've had, you know, like Bath and Body Works baskets, liquor baskets, which obviously I put you know, together a people huge, like Phil here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, can, I can definitely uh, like that. I put together a huge Beaver County bar crawl basket last year. It was a gift card pretty much like yeah, every bar in Beaver County. I think it was valued at like 180 bucks. Yeah, I'm, I'm like good at networking. I can get a couple baskets as well. So there's going to be yeah, a ton of prizes and stuff here. Um, Phil might give away insurance for a year. <laughs> well, I'll save you a lot of money in a year. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the tournament itself, which is kind of what like the whole foundation was based off of, and it's kind of like crazy to see how this thing's branched out because it started off as just a tournament with five teams the first year. First but year, that's anyway, crazy. Um, yeah, the tournament itself is going to be held now at Brady's Run. Uh, it's switching locations um, to accommodate the ever-growing tournament. Like I said, it started five teams. Now there's you know upwards of a dozen. Uh, so to accommodate that, need to get more fields and stuff like that. So it's going to be at Brady's Run, and that's August 1st and 2nd. We have four fields hey, As far year. as start times, uh, that has not been released yet, but it's got to start pretty early in the morning, typically. Um, you know, with the, with the advancement of you know the fields and stuff like that, as like you're saying, like four fields, you know, maybe we're not looking at such an early start time because you can get more games in, stuff like that at a time but um you know i don't want to say anything that's not going to be happening to the listeners so as far as start time stuff like that you guys will have to stay tuned on yeah. follow horse we will, foundation we will on facebook release as yeah. we hear yeah the information will continue to come as that comes out um but anyways i mentioned i'm back so yeah, i the wasn't coronavirus is a, is a, real, is a real thing <laughs> um I don't know if I if I mentioned on the first episode. I could you could definitely tell that my voice wasn't fully back, and I don't know if it's still fully back now because I forget what I sounded like five months ago when I first got <laughs> sick. But back in September, um, I was diagnosed with bronchitis, and I think at that point I was actually misdiagnosed and had pneumonia the whole time. Um, but I didn't find out until a couple weeks later that I did have pneumonia for sure because they did three chest X-rays without finding it, and they're like, you know what? To be sure, let's do a, a CT scan. 
So they did that, and they were like, oh, yeah, you got pneumonia in your right lung. You didn't go to the medical center, did you? um, I went to the emergency room because I felt a pop in my ribs. First mistake. I felt a pop in my ribs, and I was like, that's not good. And it turns out that I literally coughed so violently that I put my ribs out of place. Holy hell. Yeah. So they, the only reason that I even was at the emergency room was because that happened. Otherwise, you I could have continued to have pneumonia, pneumonia no undetected. Um, so, yeah, I went from bronchitis to pneumonia. Um, as that started to clear up, I got a sinus infection, which blew out my eardrum. Um, I ruptured my eardrum, which takes eight weeks to get your hearing back typically. Um, at that point, I, had, I still had like congestion build up behind both of my ears at this point. Um, and I had 30 to 50% hearing loss in my left ear and 50 to 70% hearing loss in my right ear. And that had gone on for some time. And I, I mean, they still pop like crazy. So I don't think that they're fully back, but they're definitely better. Um, and I also, when they told me that I had that, I got put on um, an antibiotic for that. And also um, they told me to start taking Sudafed. They didn't tell me a milligram to start taking. Like I didn't get prescription strength Sudafed. I was taking like 10 milligrams Sudafed. <laughs> so I went back and took another hearing test and they were like, yeah, your hearing's actually like the worst than it was the first time. And they were like, what have you been doing? And I was like taking the Sudafed, taking, I took the antibiotic, like it ran its course. And they were like, well, like what, how many milligrams was the Sudafed? I was like 10. They're like, you should be on like 120. Oh my God. So, <laughs> so they put me on that and I finally minutes. like got my hearing back to full strength and then I got strep throat or not strep throat but whatever I had like tonsillitis there's having having a rough so yeah but I, I feel it's like about getting old man I've been there <laughs> the, the, when I originally went to the emergency room they were like when's the last time out. that you were sick like this and I was like never in my life I've never been sick for more than like two days at a time and they were like well you know what your immune system probably isn't used to fighting something off like this which is uh, why this is such an extended period of time that mm, it's taken you makes sense so I don't know. Hopefully, uh, if Hopefully something tries to gone. attack me now, I'm built for it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's now been like, build that damn. immune system up. Now I went I'm the entire serious. I went the entire football season being sick. It was after week two that I got sick, and I finally started to feel like back to 100 percent the week after the Super Bowl. That's crazy. So, yeah. There's been a lot of that going around, like colds and people being down for weeks at a time. Well, uh, the the pitcher for the Red Sox, Chris Sale. Yeah. He's already, like, in jeopardy of missing opening day right now because he has pneumonia. Yeah. It's crazy. How long, how nasty things have gotten this year. Well, it's about to be over. It's about to be spring. Yeah, so now people should be getting allergies and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, spring is I hate head fun. colds. You know where one of my favorite places to go during spring are? Where's that? Whiskey Rhythm. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like some. I thought it was too. I thought we were going outside somewhere. We yeah. were taking a picnic, <laughs> either like something like tropical, well, or even like throw out like Kelly's or something. Like I'm thinking, I was gonna, gonna say, say like something. You know, <laughs> we're not allowed though because Kelly's doesn't let us record. So that's true. That's true. true. Whiskey rhythm. Yeah, whiskey, whiskey rhythm. We need to let. Record. We need to have all our listeners reach out to Brian Beatley and tell him that there needs to be. There's a demand for the put this in your mouth hole. Yes. Wing sauce. Not only yes. that, there's rooms upstairs. Put this in your ear hole studio. <laughs> in whiskey rhythm. <laughs> yeah. Build it up. Yeah, there's 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 enough. There's enough. I did a few tours. Well, one tour. One tour. I think you passed out at St. Patty's Day. Oh, that's Ooh. a few then. <laughs> that's coming up. Saint, yeah, I was just saying that's coming up. I'm going to be that's actually be in here. Atlantic City for that. I think. I'm going to be probably right here, but apparently um, you're not allowed to hang on yeah. to Whiskey Rhythm if you're 30 plus. 
Um, oh, yeah, there was that huge <laughs> thing. Do you see that? No. So one of our friends, Gotti, you know Gotti, right? Drew yeah. He had his birthday here. He had his birthday here over the weekend, Saturday. It was packed. There was yes, like 250 was people plus. I saw a lot of cars. I came past. It here. was very packed. And, uh, I think everybody was hurting. So he made this Facebook post about, hey, like I'm having my birthday party down at Whiskey this Saturday. Come down, get drunk, have fun, whatever. Some girl went on Twitter and put like, imagine being 30 years old and having <laughs> your birthday party at a bar. And people Are you sure were, that wasn't a shot at Crouton. Ah, okay. might have been. <laughs> How old is Gotti? Is Gotti really 30? No, he, he's, he's 28. 28. Oh, okay. 28. No, but yeah, she was just trying to stab. But, um, oh, by but the somebody way. was like, where are they, where's he supposed to have it? Like Chuck E. Cheese? Like, <laughs> we're grown. Me and uh, I had my uh, 31st birthday party here, so um, I, I really don't. I didn't really have a party for my 31st. I just came here and got drunk. And that's my birthday Saturday, so I'm saying, I'll probably is it really do the a same party? thing. I, feel, I mean, he's just telling people to come hang out. Like, yeah, it's, it's not like he's like buying balloons and streamers and, and putting up a banner. We ever do that? We yeah. we, we we buy shots, not balloons. Come on, <laughs> come on. Shots honestly, take over the birthday candles. Honestly, uh, there's a shit ton of people whiskey with him on a Saturday. I don't know uh, if she's uh, you know been out of her house. But in Beaver County, no. Saturday is pretty much one of the places to go. Is uh, here at Whiskey Rhythm. Yeah. But I, I, I thought that was very comical. That was very comical. And that I mean, this place off. is huge because, like, where else can you fit that many people? Like, if you have a shit ton of friends like Cody does, where else are you going to fit everybody? Exactly. Like, like, I mean, it's hard. It might be hard to visualize for some people that if you're listening that haven't been here. But like, there's a dance floor, a stage. Countless tables, countless tables, and that's just like down or, here. Then you have like the, the that little room. steps that go up to the pool room. Yeah, yeah. The the, the whole dark it's more side. spacious over there now towards the basketball yeah. hoop. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, you could have it in like you could go up to Pittsburgh, but then yeah. you're either DUIs, DUIs, Uber, spending money on hotels. I mean, when you're like and drinks are more expensive. Yeah, up there. I mean, and you know, so yeah, why that not whole just crowd, stick the, local? On top of that, the, that whole crowd. You go to Pittsburgh and you go to a bar on Saturday. You are going to be uncomfortably close to people most yes. of your night. Like, probably going to spill. Like, the, the chances of you spilling drinks, getting into fights, getting into bullshit is multiplied a thousand times. And then you, you got a chance of getting Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, then you got a chance. Well, you, know, you can stay around here and, like, you know, it's it's pretty fun. There's, it's spacious. And, you know, p- people watching is always great at yes. with you and them as well. Um and then especially with, like, the Cracker Plant coming around, there's all types of characters out. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like it's like going down the street from your house, but you feel like you are <laughs> not. Like, we were talking about that. Um, on Saturday, I met with Stubbs at the casino after, like, the bar crawl and then came home <laughs> with them. And we went past, like, that housing complex where, like, all the people from the Cracker Plant live Oh, out. yes. And literally everyone in there has a truck. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We were like, if there's anybody living in there that doesn't have a truck, they're the there's, ones that get, yeah. get made fun of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> or they're going out the next day. Like, they moved in from Texas, wherever to, they came from, and they're like, yeah. shit, I gotta go I get a get truck. Try to add up how much they spend in gas in that parking lot a week. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> I bought a car to save some money to get up here from Texas, but everybody in my apartment complex has a truck, so yeah. I'll trade this in. <laughs> Yeah, I mean they make enough money with the cracker plant too. Though it's, I always see cars that, as soon as I see them, I know. You know, you don't even have to see the license plate. You know, you know where it's not from Pennsylvania. 
I mean, yeah. I saw a BMW with like a spoiler that was like way bigger than it should be. That was pretty cool. I saw that, that come from Tokyo. Here. That was from Texas. Uh, but they had their. I thought maybe they were a Tokyo side. drifter. Yeah, yeah. That plant has been great for business, though. Listen, oh, I came here Thursday right after work to get wings with my dad. It's like, so that's like five thirty ish that we get here. At it's that packed. point, it was packed in here. We had to park in family always parking lot. This parking lot was already full, and then you come in here and it's like the tables are pretty much already full. The bar, like the yes, only place man. where there's not that many people at that point, is up by the pool tables and stuff. Yeah, like, that yeah. fills out as the night goes on too. So, and I've noticed that and. It's like the bus just comes from the cracker plant and just drops them off right out of the front yeah. door, and they just pile yeah. in here. Haley's going to have to start learning Spanish at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Rosetta Stone. That's, yeah. that's another thing. Is like I, we When we came in, there's like three guys that are sitting up there. They have like their phones set up like against something, so they're on like FaceTime talking to somebody. Walk, like, what is this? <laughs> what is hey, talking, honey, I'm in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so topically. I came in. Well, one more one more subject on that. I came in the one day, and I think I just came in to get wings. And I walked in the doors, and, like, Mexican music was playing. And I was like, what is going on right now? You mean, uh, I don't know, what's the what's proper the, term? Spanish? What's the, what's the um, correct term? Yeah, Spanish, Spanish or Mexican? Yeah, Mexican. Yeah, whatever. Cool. It's fine. Yeah, whatever. But I walked in, and I'm walking in the door, and I'm like, damn, like, am I walking into El Paso? Like, what is going on right now? Yeah. But, Oh, 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 I see what you did there, yeah. Steve. See what you did there, Steve. Yeah, like it was like the Spanish music was blaring, and I'm like, man. <laughs> what is that? I, don't know, I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, yeah. No, shout out to them, man. They're bringing a lot of business. The Cracker Plant or the Mexicans? The Cracker Plant. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> all right, so. So last, last episode we ended on, we said we were going to talk about this inner monologue. Because I just learned about it at the end of last podcast. In the middle. Yeah, like, in the middle. Yeah. Smitty didn't know anything about it. I, I was nope. all over the shit. I was you on knew Google about right it. after. I was all over the shit. Apparently there's, you know when you're like, like right now I'm sitting here with Smitty, Zachary Dollar Smith, and uh, Mr. Left Eye Lenny. And in my head as I'm talking, I can literally hear my own voice like talking, you know what I mean? Like... Right there, I just said Zachary Dollar Smith in my head. You didn't hear it, but apparently some people don't have that. You know what I mean? Which is crazy to me. Yeah. Because I'm sitting there, like, I didn't know what it was, so I had the doodle search, and I'm like, there are people that don't, like, essentially have conversations with themselves or hear themselves, talk to themselves in their head. Like, that, it's just crazy to me to think that not everybody does that. Yeah, everything's out loud. Yeah, like, I like walking a whiskey rhythm. I was mind blown for like two days. In my head, I'm thinking, I'm high as shit. <laughs> like, yeah, like you see somebody and you're like, what the fuck are they wearing in your head? Yeah. Not like out loud where people can yeah, hear you, man. but like it's just weird. That's like, gotta be boring. Yeah. And even like when you read a book or something or you're reading, they said that they, they see, see the shapes of the words is what I like. I, that's yeah, is what I brain. understand is they see the shapes, shapes of, of words. words, which is so weird. you don't hear yourself narrating that story. Which is crazy because, like, I feel like that's how you, like, memorize, too, essentially. So yes. like, inside, like, reading those words and then saying them back in your head is, like, I feel like how central you learning. grasp yes. that and have that in your memory. My favorite part about the whole thing that I saw was when they talk about reading fictional stories and building this story in your head. And you see, like, the the 
the images and the people. You create the person. You create the car they drive. You create everything in your head when you're reading this. So what do they do? Like, they're just like, oh, um, oh, uh, Steve was driving to whiskey in a Chevy, and uh, and they're like, yeah, Steve is in a Chevy. In my mind, I see Steve in like a fucking like pimped out. Chevy with doves and shit like you know what I mean but they're just like yeah Steve's there like they just see it perfect I don't know it's weird it's crazy you can't really explain it I wish we had someone um, with us right now matter of fact when Ross comes on I'm gonna ask Ross (laughs) I'm really I'm really struggling with this I think Ross has it yeah Ross has it he has to fucking he has to have a a couple I'm gonna say anybody that doesn't (laughs) is definitely a psychopath. Yes. Probably a serial. Yeah. It's like in your brain, you're in a padded cell. Like imagine sitting in a padded cell and you can't talk. That's what I feel like their brains are. Yeah. I can see that. I'm, I'm, like even from like a, a creative standpoint, I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, because yeah. how do you, I, like how, uh, man, how, do you study? how do you talk about like what you want to do? Before you do it. It's yeah. How do you have a conscience? Or even like a lot of the creative process is like trying to put things together in your head to picture what it's gonna look like when you do it. Like So they just see images and not like there's no like wordplay to it, I guess. See in my head I'm thinking that those people would have the worst type of creativity, but maybe it's even better if you can just do it without having to even like talk to yourself or yeah. Visualize anything. Like you can literally just do it. Like I see oh my like oh my god. Like I see Savannah across the bar and in my head I'm like, shit, she hot as fuck, bro. But like what do they see? Like H <laughs> they, just see, like, they just see these words. They don't say anything, they're just like I'm just gonna by. go talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. And then like that's how you do You're her. trying to figure out what you want for dinner. I guess you have a conversation with yourself out loud. I don't it's weird <laughs> to me, like and Are you filling wigs? No. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it got me thinking. And you always hear, like, serial killers and stuff saying, like, I heard this voice in my head. So maybe they didn't have an inner monologue for a long time. And then it just, like, randomly, like, or maybe transpired. They somebody and, else's internal monologue. That's possible. Deep shit. Deep shit. Or maybe their internal monologue is maybe, I don't know. I don't know. If I see, like, a fucking kitten in my head, I'm like, pet the fucking kitten. Maybe they see it, and they're like, stab the kitten. Possibly. What type of, like, studies have been done with this? this? I haven't really looked into, like, the studies on it. I've just seen, like, different people talking to people that say they don't have a voice in their head. Mm. I wish I could call. I could call a couple people that I know, but I don't know. See, like, I feel like my dad... (laughs) That's so weird. Doesn't have one because, like, I remember growing up, he'd always not so much talk out loud to himself, but, like, under his breath. Like, if, I don't know, like, the dishes. Oh, yeah, I know exactly. The dishes weren't done or something. He'd be like, ah, the dishes need done. Like, real quietly. <laughs> I feel like, like to that himself. right there is, like, the number one thing you learn growing up as a man. Like, that's how you grow as a man when you when you just say it under your breath. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's not for everybody. Me, I don't have a filter. I just say whatever the hell I want to. But I've been growing and realizing that maybe I should just, like, keep a little bit of it in. You yeah. Know I mean? But anyway, I don't know. But, like, I don't, you know what I, mean? I don't know if that comes from, like, 
he can't talk to himself and say, hey, Yeah, in I'm his head, mad. he can't, like, say, oh, like, somebody needs to do these dishes. Or it's just, like, in his head or... Here, actually, fuck it. Let's call him. How do you lie? <laughs> yeah, but this how gonna do you be lie? Good, good like, material. how do you lie if you have an internal monologue? How do you... That's true, too. How do you that lie? That is good. Yeah, like, how do you lie? Like, if you say, hey, Steve, is my shirt red? And you're like... <laughs> don't say I it, see. Don't say I it. see. Yes, I see. Yes, but I want to say no. You know what I mean? Don't say it. Don't yeah. say it. Don't say it. But yeah, running yeah. away. Yeah, that is true too. Like if you're caught on something, like you're you like, can't elaborate this story in your head because you like, can't talk to yourself. Yeah, the what do you do? Yeah. Oh, uh, they did it. All right, I'm calling my dad. Do it. I thought you already were. I'm gonna. Yeah. Um, I'm calling him. This is gonna be interesting. If he doesn't answer. He might not. I think he's working some crazy hours. Hello. Dad. Yeah. Hey, so I'm recording a podcast right now. And we are talking about an inner monologue. And an inner monologue. So we're trying to figure out somebody that doesn't have this. And I always remember you talking like under your breath growing up. Whenever you think of something, do you have a voice in your head? You visually hear, or did you, you hear something? Like if you're reading something, do you hear yourself narrating like what you're reading, I guess, is what we're trying to say? Look, he's I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe once in a while. But not like all the time. We just no, really. we just not learned really. about this recently. So there's people that have an inner monologue and people that don't. So people that have an inner monologue, when you're reading like a book, you hear yourself narrating what you're reading. Alright. And then the people that don't have an inner monologue see things in like pictures, I guess see the words and pictures do you hear your can you talk to yourself in your head can you have a full conversation with yourself in your head alright no, so can you, you can have a conversation I, I don't know I guess sometimes I don't alright dad you're really killing it here <laughs> uh we're we're trying to figure out somebody that doesn't have one, but I'll talk to you later. All right, all right, thank you. Bye. All right, all right. Let me let me see if I can get one person. Let's see if we can get somebody who's. That a was little... super insightful. Yeah, yeah. That, that, he, that was, you know what? He's, I don't know though. He said sometimes. The whole time I, I was like hoping he'd be like, you know what, Steve? I don't know. I don't got a fucking time for this. <laughs> I was hoping because if we called my mom even at seven o'clock right now and I said, Mom, do you have an inner monologue? She'd be like, What the fuck, Phil? It's seven o'clock. You know I'm in bed. <laughs> I got stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. You think I should call one person? See, ask them. Let's see. Let's I want to find somebody that doesn't. That doesn't. I forget who. I know one person, Hannah, but I don't. I'm not gonna call Hannah. She she's a mom. We don't want to bore her. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't think this dude has a phone. <laughs> but um, that would work. Let's just. What if you're? 
What if you're deaf and don't have an inner monologue? We should hit up the uh, Romney for that. What? No. <laughs> Mr. Zach Marty. What is up, what? man? What? I didn't think you were going to answer, bro. <laughs> that was an awesome way to answer the phone. Hey, listen, listen, man. Put this in your ear hole. Podcast is broadcasting right now. I just have a question for you. Why no, you like, talk. What would you say? What did you say? You said, what's that? Wait, no, I didn't say what's that. I said what's up. Oh, do you have an inner monologue? An inner monologue? Yeah, do you talk to yourself in your head? Oh, my God, I talk to myself out loud in my head to, like, be nice. Uh, you this, know what I mean? You're clearly the wrong person to call. I should have known. I thought I was the perfect. I mean, obviously, I talk to myself in my head, but sometimes, you know. No, we're trying to find someone. we're trying to find someone who doesn't talk in their head. Whatever, dude. I don't even know you're asking. Leave me alone. There's some. <laughs> <laughs> he said, nope. All right. Well, there's two failed attempts. Should we try best out of three or should we just keep going? We'll just keep <laughs> going. I think the best thing to do is if by chance we, we find somebody that does, we should have them on next time or something. Yes. My All dad's right. probably – we're supposed to go out to dinner for my birthday this weekend. He's probably going to be like, what the fuck was that phone call about? <laughs> what were you talking about? Um, You're on a podcast? What are you doing? <laughs> what is a podcast? podcast? Um, so <laughs> one thing we wanted to talk about that we talked about a little bit last time was rock music. Okay, yes. Why rock music is n- never gets charted. Uh, and before we actually – continue that conversation i want to say that I, I am a fan of like rap music nowadays i am a fan of a lot of people know i'm a fan of rap music um if you've been to whiskey rhythm you might have seen me dance on the bar a couple times i don't know but uh for some Cat reason Daddy. rap rap is more promoted and charted than rock music but when it comes down to it rock's more artistic right i would say so when you think about it like you're I mean, using our generation for sure. yes you're using instruments every song has a meaning to it people every interpret single it. part of the song has some type of uh, there's there's energy in it there's there's compassion there's all forms of emotion um the guitar the drums the bass it all every little bit is a piece of somebody you know what i mean yes Instead of like you have a, I mean, like I said, I love rap. I'm definitely a big fan of rap, um, hip hop, whatever. The the beat, I know a lot of really good beat makers. Um, not a lot, I actually know like one or two that are really good. Um, but um, that part of it is artistic. But then you have some sweet artistic freaking beat, and then you have you came in with the sauce. You came in with the sauce. Then you're like sitting there like, okay, this is cool, but I don't know what the fuck the sauce is. Yeah. <laughs> we touched on that before. Like, yeah, we, with we touched on Rich Lil Pump. And Lil Pump. But like I don't understand. Like you have these big name rock bands like Slipknot once beat out – I think – or no, Tool beat out Taylor Swift. Yeah. Album sales for the week or whatever. But not one single Tool song was ever in like the Spotify top 50 yeah. or the iTunes top 100. And it's so weird to look at it and think like, okay, if they're doing this well, why are none of them songs charted? If that makes sense, you know um, what I mean? Like, I think you know? I think that 
the younger generations have lost the artistic value in the songs. Um, I feel like when I was growing up, songs that we knew as kids that our parents loved, they were more, they were like songs like you, you, you hear songs and you think of your dad or your mom yeah. till this day. And it's like, it's a good song. It's not fucking, um, it's not Eminem talking about ripping apart this fucking person and raping somebody. It's like some country song or some rock song. I think the younger generation has just um, lost sight of the artistic value. You have people like Chester Bennington, RIP to Chester Bennington. For those who don't know, he's the lead singer of Linkin Park. Linkin Park was one of the best rock bands growing up. Then you have Aaron Lewis. He's still touring. He still is he's on stage by himself. I've been to three or four of them. He's a fucking artist. He can go up in front of uh, thousands of people with a guitar by himself and Blow. put on a goddamn show. Blow and he will like literally tell you, to, if you're talking during his show, he'll tell you to shut, he'll stop his show, tell you to shut the fuck up, and then he'll restart the show. Like, he, that's an artist to me, you know? The one show we went to with Aaron Lewis, he unplugged the microphone, unplugged his guitar, and he was like, if you guys are real quiet, he's like, I'll play this. But he's like, if you're like not quiet he's like you're not gonna be able to hear me singing this because he's like i don't have any amps nothing my voice isn't being amplified it's just my singing and i was sitting like up top way in the back i could hear this man perfectly like that man has some vocals i never talk about this shit but um there's a song aaron lewis plays it live and he in the beginning of the song he talks about how this was wrote by one of his friends but a very popular country band has made it popular and when he sings it his voice like you can't mimic that you no. can't mimic the you can hear the emotion you feel the whole vibe of the song in your body when you hear him sing you know and he's then you probably have, like, one of the greatest of our generation singer-wise Jonathan, for all my people from the blazer days blazer Jonathan days? Thomas is that his name? Yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan Davis Davis Jonathan Davis Corn. Well, that up. Corn. <laughs> Sergi Serge Tankin System of a Down is by far hands down in my opinion the most underrated rock band of all time in our, at least in our generation they're back together now yeah well I always but. said if they ever come to Pittsburgh I'm there's no ifs ands or buts I'm going and the funniest thing is when we were listening to the shit the shit that they're talking about we had no clue what the fuck they were talking about. And now that I listen to it like 10, 15 years later, I'm listening to these lyrics and I'm like, holy fuck. Like, like they are talking about um, arming little kids. That happens all over the world. You don't even know that. There's little kid armies like. Arming little children with their fully automatics. They're trying to push the weak arm. Yeah, right there. There's prison song. Like. That shit is on another level. I just wish that there would be like it doesn't have to take over, but there's there still has to have there has to be room for that somewhere, you know? Yeah. Like these people are making countless timeless amazing tracks and they're just being pushed under the rug. Pushed under the rug. And then like the whole Chester Bennington thing, he committed suicide. That is fucking insane to me because he is literally his voice. When I was oh, a kid, I would perfect. say that this dude, you're not fucking, you can't, there's not another person that's gonna do what he did. They might mimic it, but they're not gonna do what he did. It, he literally had album on album on album on album on album of just hits 
every single goddamn song was a hit. Oh, I could listen to Hybrid Theory, Meteora. I could listen front to the, the fucking Jay Z uh, mix when yeah, they did the fucking. Um, they mixed Jay Z into all the Linkin Park songs. That was so dope. That was sweet. I can remember Collision Course. There, or, yeah, like fucking sit there playing Grand Theft Auto when you're in fifth grade listening to Limp Biscuit. Where the fuck did those times go? Now we're listening to the like. That's what I mean. Like I don't whenever. Know. Whenever you think about a song like, say, Roddy Rich the Box, and that's, I want to start asking, <laughs> it is like it has a good beat, like it's catchy, but like I want to, I want to, like start asking people, what does this song mean to you? You want to know what I think it means? The Box, or what? What? What do you like about this song? And they're probably going to be like, he says, I had to hit a lick with the box, had to put the stick in the box. My opinion, this is probably not. At all, what the fuck this song means? But when I hear it, had to hit the lick with the box. Had to hit, put the stick in the box. He's gonna rob somebody and use a suitcase apparently, because they make suitcases with guns in the suitcase. That's the box. He put the stick in the box. Stick is a gun. New York people, that's the uh, blicky. <laughs> I know that because six nine, but no. But uh, you can do whatever the fuck you, you can paint whatever picture you want, really. If you don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. That's true. It's really whatever. You know? I, I, I want to say a couple of things. It's it's funny just he- yes. hearing this Dollar conversation. Well, no, 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 because I mean, this conversation is really like for you two, and it's because like my knowledge of rock just isn't there. But I think at the same time, that's a good thing to bring up because it shows how it's not pushed. Yeah, you know, on the charts or anything like that. Like it's just not there. It's not something that like like I know who you're talking about. I recognize the names, recognize the bands. If you put on a song, I probably know what it is, but I can't like just go on Spotify. And it's not going to be right there for me to click on. It's yeah. not easily accessible. Then we have like, honestly, the people that are on top of Spotify. By the way, before I say this, much respect to this person. But literally, Post Malone is like a regurg, as like a fucking animal ate Celine Dion and Slipknot and <laughs> spit it the fuck out. And it was Post yeah. Malone. Like, he's talented. He's talented. There's some artists that are talented. But the whole point of the rock thing, like, you don't have fucking – you have shows with hundreds of thousands of people and it's just a 16-year-old little Mexican dude named Lil Pump saying the same thing over and over again. Then you have like Five Finger Death Punch. I follow them. But I mean like rock shows do sell out. It's just the fact that like – You don't see it though. Yeah. You, they sell out because that's self-generated. They're not pushed by the upper fucking corporate America. You know, the corporate America pushes these guys. They they promote violence that makes corporate America money. They promote drugs, makes corporate America. You, I see it all the time. You'll see a rapper die, and a rapper's like, "I'm not gonna do lean anymore," and then they're sipping lean fucking two months later. Like, yeah. It's just like people around here, like people say that their friends died. I'm not going to do heroin anymore. They're still doing it. It, it doesn't fucking matter, really. Like, it's There's all about money still, at the end of the day. Money. Yeah. Money comes but in. But I think that the artistic value is worth more than the money to me. I think, uh, too, you mentioned Slipknot, but like Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Yeah. Corey Taylor. Another, probably oh, the most like he's uh, he, him and diverse voice him and Aaron yes. Lewis are the two my, my favorite Aaron two, Lewis my two, like my two favorite like, voices are Corey Taylor does Aaron like Aaron, Aaron Lewis, Lewis do opera do scream. bro Aaron opera? Lewis can do every single he, thing you can I, I guarantee you he okay. can do opera yeah, can I do mean that's scream out I, that's, opera yeah, whatever thing. It's like I'm not like too go like look up his like acoustic uh, videos and like you can't even hit the pitch that he hits in his voice like I like sit there and think 
I'm a fucking full grown man. He's a full grown man. He is carrying tunes like, like yeah. the, the what I was meant earlier, the Rascal Flat song, which I was talking about. What hurts the most? He fucking murders that. He oh, made me a fan amazing. of that song. I learned to play His that whole exact that. song. I learned to play that whole exact song on guitar and sing it. I only do that when I'm drunk. If you are my friend, you <laughs> might see that one day. But I literally learned that because of him. But like, one thing that I want to talk about was the Chester Bennington thing. Like, I respect Nipsey Hussle. I love Nipsey yes. Hussle. They had a whole, like, montage for him at the Grammys this year because he passed away. Never had nothing. Last year, all Chester got was a little box. Like, hey, he passed away this year. Mm-hmm. So there was no, like, well, you big, know that, like, you know celebration why that is, right? of his life. You know why that is, right? And he was, like, one of – he was a huge artist. I mean, not he worked only, with Jay-Z. Not only because it was rock. They sold however many records. Not only because it was rock, but he killed himself. So that is also – like people are like pushing that to the side but if you really look back at like the fucking bands that our parents grew up suicide was like a epidemic with fucking um rock stars in the 90s and 80s yeah nxs the lead singer hung himself or whatever kurt cobain shot himself um that was a big thing i think that now it's not like respected anymore it's like if you kill yourself you're bad like fuck you like, oh my God, Chester, like, but, but as we're talking about Chester though, why? But like, you got to ask yourself this question. If you are Chester Bennington, you're the lead singer of Linkin Park. You are very, very fucking successful. You've changed people's lives. You probably stopped people from committing suicide yourself with your words. With what you're saying, you yeah. Fucked, you fucking changed the whole goddamn world. You changed people's lives. You changed the music industry. You changed this. You've done everything. You have beautiful fucking kids. You have a beautiful wife. What, what went wrong at that situation? So, like, everybody wants to be a rock star, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to be the fucking best. You watch these fucking Linkin Park old documentaries like I used to. They're living it the fuck up. He was always happy. Like, what you, anytime you've seen him, other than, like, his music. What changed? Like, he was always huge smile on. What changed? You would never expect it. I don't know. Mike Shinoda is his fucking best friend. I mean, I guess sometimes you have them demons that you just can't escape That's from. That's what I was saying. The thing is, maybe nothing did change. That's the point. I mean, yeah. Maybe he thought he would be a, 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 like on some higher being type shit when he got to where he was, but he was still the them. same person. But it, and that, and that's really fucked up because then you think like in his head, like he's thinking, I ain't shit. Or maybe he's thinking... I am shit. But then most of the songs that they put out before he committed suicide really talked about suicide and fucking death and wanting yeah, to kill yourself. That whole album was just... It literally was talking like, about, like, don't kill yourself. It was like, not don't kill yourself, but, like, I... Okay, it basically said, I know you want to kill yourself, but I'm here and I feel the same way. Yeah. And a lot of people related to it. So listen to this. Like, Yeah. That was probably like one of the biggest celebrity deaths that like hit me so hard. Like I cried whenever that happened. Like I was blown away. Like I never would have. I expected wanted to dye it. my hair blonde and get the little fucking tips. <laughs> the frosted. Tips. I was never as cool as Pat Jones. He had the fucking braids at like seventh grade. <laughs> but like going back and listening to that album, there's just signs all over that album. Like something was wrong. Yeah. Like the song "One More Light." at the end which was the title of the album was uh just like putting that on play like after the death was 
so sad. Really, really, really kind of a thought. And then you actually said, "Who cares if one more? Who cares if one more light goes out in a sky full of stars?" And then you think about that he's been feeling this for a long time. But he was if a moment he was is putting all we his have. he was putting his thoughts and his feelings out on 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 a track and people were taking it as entertainment. Like, oh wow, you're really getting into our feelings and you yeah. know but no one was everybody was paying attention to how it made them feel and they weren't realizing maybe this guy's kinda of fucked up. And then you like maybe oh he maybe he tried to cry cry out for help, but you're Nobody's just seen it, you're so. a fucking millionaire, you're you're Lincoln Park's front man. Um, what, what the fuck do you have to be mad about? Yeah, and maybe like he tried to talk to somebody, and, and that was like, like kind of like what it was. Yeah, like, okay, Chester, yeah, okay. Like, like, bills, you got a bunch of money. You got a bunch of money. You don't you don't have problems like I do. Like yeah. you I sing about them for me. Imagine being like you mentioned, Mike, his best friend in the group, or like anybody else in that group that like sat down and wrote these songs with him, and then after it happened, being like, thinking, like you know, yeah. is there something we could have done? Like. Yeah, or should tough. we have noticed something before? Last I thing know, I'll, like I'll he lost his uh, his friend in Chris Cornell suicide, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that like listening to one more light the first time through before what happened with Chester, I thought most of it was targeted at Chris Cornell. Like okay, like he killed himself. Yeah. Like this kind of like tribute kind of thing to him. Like that's how it felt. That's that's I'm pretty ninety percent sure that's what it was. I think they released that right after or shortly after. Um, Yeah, because they went on Jimmy Kimmel. The lead single, lead single was heavy. Yeah, and they performed that, and then he said, "We're going to do this one for Chris," and they did one more light. But like looking back at it now, it's just like maybe like he was also trying to say how he was feeling too. And everybody just took it as... My whole take on the situation is everybody and their mother, not everybody, 90% of people want to... There's a lot of rappers and shit around here. Everybody wants to get away from Beaver County and get and do this and do better and do things. These, These fucking people are killing themselves. That word straying away from the topic. I mean... Yes, rock music, I think... Is very under... Very underrated. Like, the big rapper right now in New York is Pop Smoke. I don't oh, know if he's anybody's not even a big listening. Rapper, oh, my God. He's just... It pushed. is terrible. He's trash. Like... Hey, Pop Smoke, you hurt, you trash. I, lo- I love the New York lingo. The, you hurt, you hurt. I love that. We already talked about it. I'm a big six. But, like, I hear people talking about, like, how, like, his music gets you hype and... So I was like, all right, like I'm gonna put this album on. I did it Sunday because, like, I heard of it and I just, I didn't think it was anything appropriate to play, like while I DJ'd. Yeah. So I was like, all right, like I'll take my personal time. I'll listen to this album. I put it on. First song I was like, all right, like whatever. Second song I was like, how do people listen to this? But the third song I was like, this dude has to be like a Make a Wish kid that wanted <laughs> to be a rapper. About Antonio Brown or who are we talking about? I'm, Antonio Ooh, Brown kind of follows. Follows. No, low key though, Logan Paul's. Oh, his yeah, diss track. This is good. The diss oh, is good. Man, diss, I that like was it. Funny. He called him out on a lot like, of um, shit. He came in right away. It's like that. If like, you don't really know, like, sound if you don't beginning. know, like, yeah. yeah, not even the sound. If you don't know, like, a lot of other situation. If you do, and actually, that's what I was just gonna say. Let's talk about something. Let's uplift this energy. Um, 
the Logan Paul thing is so funny because there is things that he talks about in that fucking rap that people don't even know is actually true or going on. Like AB's lawyer dropping him. But I mean, he puts receipts like in the video. Like that's yeah. the thing. Yes. Yeah. Like the yes. Video. The like, video like, he comes very factual. And I love that. I used to dabble in music. I've actually had like a diss thing going on with people before. I like to think that I murdered their lives. And actually a lot of people would say that, but <laughs> I, I thought that was very, um, He's not a rapper, but that was very tasteful with the situation. Is that the yes. right word? With the situation, that was that was. Perfect. I mean, don't get me wrong. He there's He's no trash. way he wrote that. There's like oh, oh, no, no. No, 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 Ghostwriters. I mean, I think a lot of the how good it is comes from the production of yeah. it. So I mean, that's just you know his money going you into it. You can literally have a retard on a, but, a, a, a part of my French. You can literally have a disabled person on the um, on the mic and have a good producer, and they'll probably sell. But that baby makes fucking music. But at the same time, <laughs> you look at like Antonio Brown's product right before that, which is what Logan Paul's clapping back to, and Antonio Brown's was trash. Yeah, and then Logan Paul comes back with, with that. that some, with some heat. Which <laughs> I mean, I've watched a lot of like reaction videos to it on YouTube, and like legit rappers are like, "This isn't bad." Right before we started, I told Smitty and Steve that I didn't want to keep talking about the same things over and over in every podcast. But Antonio Brown thing cannot not happen. Yeah, he it, just released he just doesn't today. Go away. He just released today a song called Andrew Luck. I've and, not heard. Um, I haven't heard it yet. But the fucking video I did not just put got it in my ear hole. It got released on World Star Hip Hop about three hours ago. This thing, I I I want to give it to him. I want to be like. Get it, man. You made a banger. Fuck yeah. But it's not good. It, none of them are good. He's also like with the platform that he is coming off of, like even if he doesn't play another down of football, just the platform that he gave himself by being like Antonio the goat, Brown. at least for a portion of his career, most of it, to be I honest. I still think he's one. Yeah. He, he could have been or um, is. He is one of the goats, and, yeah. and so especially in Pittsburgh. You cannot talk about Pittsburgh wide receivers and not talk about Antonio Brown. There's zero reason why that dude shouldn't blow up on YouTube. Yeah. Yet yeah, he's got he, under 10,000 subscribers. Oh, no, he has like 6,000. <laughs> yeah. He has like 6,000. I looked and, and I thought it was hilarious. And I actually su- subscribe and I don't subscribe to nobody. But <laughs> mostly I've like. I subscribed to one fucking person my whole life. I'm going to say most of them people subscribing to his YouTube channel it's for are probably, yes, for entertainment. Bro. And being like. I, I just want to be there whenever I he posts that video last, of blowing yeah, up next. I told you last fucking podcast that I listen to his shit on the way to work, and I do because it it hypes me up. I start laughing because I'm like every time I saw oh shit, every time I saw a policy, I'm like I got a whole lot of money, whole lot of, <laughs> and I love that Logan played a yeah, snippet from yeah, it at yeah. the beginning. <laughs> yeah, man, Logan killed that shit. Like, do you think I'm they're gonna fight? It up to me. No, they. Are, I, I, well, I think they are. I think they actually just did. Th- did you guys see the video? Where well, they, 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 they had a little face off. Were, yeah, yeah, they had a little well, face off. Because you want to see me beat Logan Paul, you put that in the fucking yeah. video too. They they were face to face at the at Jake Paul Logan's brother's fight, like before. Uh, okay. So they were in the same room. They had like kind of a little face off, um, but I just I don't see a way that it doesn't happen. To be honest. Like Antonio Brown kind of needs this it, to stay afloat. I know, yeah. but at the same time, can you imagine how bad it would be if he, he gets knocked out by Logan Paul? Oh no, that'd be great. No, honestly, for his though, character. Honestly, though, Smitty, think about it. If he gets knocked out, that he's literally it's going to make him more famous. You, but imagine you, okay, a say failed you NFL receiver, not even failed. You were good, then you fucked up, then you got traded like four times, <laughs> and then you got beat up by Logan Paul, who's a fucking YouTuber. 
but ima- so then imagine him trying to get back into the NFL after getting knocked out by oh, there would be so yeah, much like trash his contracts talk the are going to be very very <laughs> limited after that like hey bro you got beat up by Logan Paul you might not want to That's what I'm saying here. I think if he takes this fight he's pretty much completely closing the door on an NFL return Yeah yeah I, it'd he be has hard to beat to his ass back team from and, that. Oh, listen if he loses it's going to he's going to probably make a lot of money because People are gonna just not nonstop talking about him. That's the thing. want this money for the fight, and like, kind of, this is the way that the rest of his if he loses, career yeah, has to go. If like he loses, being, he'll get a bunch of money, and it'll be over. But if he wins, it might skyrocket him back into where he needs to be. But I don't think he's gonna be ever be mentally there again. No, and that's I don't another think thing. Will is be either. you know, should he take this fight and take the blows to the head? Like, yeah, he's already he's already enough. fucked. He's definitely Aaron Hernandez status in my eyes. No, no, not killing people, but he's definitely fucked. I watch it. I, I literally look at AB's Instagram daily just yeah, to see yeah, what yeah. the fuck is going yeah. on. And the shit that he posts, I'm just sitting there like. Him and Chelsea are back together. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're back together. But I, I sit there and think, bro, you think your hair looks good right now? Like, yeah, you think your hair looks good? That fucking biker outfit, you probably couldn't ride a bike for your life. You think that looks good right now? Like, no. Like, he had the Alpine Star suit on, and you know that <laughs> was probably never going to be used again uh, in his lifetime. No, he just wore it to wear it. I think it's – and it's unfortunate, too, with the Chelsea thing because for the most part, up until they got back together this last time, I thought that he let a good thing go because I thought she was a stabilizing presence. Yeah, and I know she always has that way. I think it's just like, you know, a toxic, I told you. I told you yeah. in my first podcast, I, I, I was a – I saw that. I witnessed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was a lot. I don't know. Uh, looking back, like I, he was very standoffish, so it was like weird. But like, he just didn't seem like the person that I know now. And I only know the person I see on Instagram. But it's still funny because that's who he's portraying to be. If he cut his fucking hair, I would probably give him a couple more respect points. <laughs> I mean, he everybody's just, like, just watching him fade. for like. Listen, right. we should What's have. What's going to happen next? We should have fucking Christian come on and. And, and give us a rundown on what's going on with fucking Co- or Co- Antonio Brown's hair. That, that was not as bad as the Nakers. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, we should definitely do that. Like, I want to have Christian come on and cut my hair while yeah, we're wow. recording. But Antonio Brown has this like bald thing going on right here. And instead of a that's the whiskey the whiskey bar. instead of um, instead oh, of close. like instead of like a fade it's like bald and then it goes right into like a number three yeah and it's like terrible and then he has like this dread tight mohawk thing I don't know what the fuck is that, going on he had that Tetris haircut that him and Lil Wayne Paul must have the same goddamn barber because Lil Wayne got like fifteen kinds of dreads in his hair it's not Keeks. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not Keeks. Keeks makes me look like my hairline's way farther than it is. But I feel like nowadays, like most of the people following Antonio Brown is just for what is this train wreck going to do next? I love it. Yeah. That's what I do. Like, I literally watch it. He's like day. the Britney Spears of 2019 20. Like At this when point, Britney he Spears should shave his head went bald. crazy and just shaved her head bald and. I mean, he had that Let little. Loose. He had that little like apology what? tour that lasted Bro, two days. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. Fuck that Ben shit. <laughs> fuck that. That was stupid because you know that that was that was like pushed on him. You know it wasn't sincere. But listen, bring well, that back to what we I were don't just even talking think about. Though. Pushed it on him. You I think said, it was. You said the Britney Spears thing. We can relate that back to our last topic, the Chester Bennington. Thing. Yeah. These fucking people going crazy. We can actually relate to Antonio Brown thing to Chester Mannington. 
Maybe they don't what have. The fuck maybe they these? don't have inner monologues, and we can connect Whoa. that in too. Oh, wait a minute! Put this in your ear hole. It just became a fucking conspiracy theory <laughs> put together podcast. We just fucked it up. Antonio Brown has no internal monologue. Well, actually, no. Wait a, minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, let's call him up. Yeah. I shit. Um, actually, the person he was training, I actually like him better. I won't say his name, but but um, with the Logan Paul and. Antonio Brown fight, it needs to. I think that needs to happen. I do too. I think. Did you see the Tyson and Mike Tyson and Wilder? Oh yeah, the Mike Tyson, uh, Deontay Wilder. Um, I we, we actually talked about this before we started. I said that I saw a post that said uh, Mike Tyson would beat the fuck out of Deontay Wilder. Smitty did some research and realized actually that. Uh, Mike Tyson said that he respected him for saying that because he would have said the same thing. Yeah, okay, so preface this by saying that Mike Tyson's now 53 years old. Uh, But Iron Mike Tyson back in 1986 is exactly who, like, Deontay was referring to, wanting to fight, saying he could knock him out. Um, Mike Tyson said, I don't know whether I'd beat him. I love the fact that he thinks that because that's the way I would think as well. He's supposed to think that way. He's the heavyweight champion of the world. That's something very special. So... I mean, he hasn't. When was the last time that Mike Tyson fought? Anyway, like I don't it, know. it's been it's been a long, long time. Was it in the two thousands? I don't think. I don't think he had yeah, a fight. Yeah, in the it 2000s. had to be nineteen ninety, nineteen ninety seven or eight. It maybe. Had Here, I'll just do Siri. When is the last time? Last time Mike Tyson Brilliant fought. Brilliant that award-winning actor Joaquin Phoenix. Dis- <laughs> Here's what I found. Oh no! June eleventh, two thousand five. 2005. Oh, wait a minute. And was that like a one-off thing? Or he maybe? stepped in between the ropes to take on Kevin McBride, an Irish-born heavyweight. Okay. So. And it was painful to view, they said. So he was, yeah, he was getting, he was probably like 39, 40 then? At that point, yeah. yeah. He's okay, 53 so. now. It's 2020. Yeah. It's 15 years ago, yeah. Would you let Mike Tyson punch you in the face for $100? <laughs> A hundred? Yeah. Old Mike or new Mike? Right now Mike. (laughs) Or that's what I mean. Like right now Mike? Yeah. Open. No gloves. For a hundred bucks? No gloves. Nah. Nah. Fuck no. Yeah? Fuck no. Who would win in a fight? Brian Brian Beatley? Brian Beatley or Mike Tyson? Oh. Right now Mike Tyson and right now Brian Do we know if Brian listens to this? Brian does. Brian. (laughs) If he didn't listen. (laughs) (laughs) No. Brian does listen. He wants to hear what the fuck we're saying in his establishment. <laughs> and his aunt was on last week. Yeah. We had to get permission. Yeah, we had to get permission. To get we had Shelley to get permission to get Shelly on. She really wanted to be on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys went over the time limit that he allowed, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went <laughs> we way over. Minutes. I don't even, I didn't even like get to listen to the last part. Uh, no, but seriously, uh, Deontay Wilder, I mean, the reason that, you know, he's, I mean, he's always been relevant since he really started fighting, but like right now, this upcoming weekend, he has the match with Tyson Fury. 2.0 um, last fight the was first draw. one was really good so yeah uh, like Tyson Fury completely looks like he's like knocked out yeah and all of a sudden just sits up like <laughs> yeah like the Undertaker yeah um, literally like somebody just like revived him out of he was like <laughs> like like Casper like came he fucking <laughs> shot some meth into his goddamn <laughs> neck and he's like oh shit let's go We're yeah fighting. that was that was a crazy scene that was like oh damn he's out he's done and he just sat up I was like whoa I think, yeah, we watched it down here. But, yeah, I mean, it's highly Are we having it this Saturday here? 
Uh, I don't know. Probably I not. I haven't seen anything about it. You're going to have to call it, Brian. Yeah, we're going to have to figure that out. Because I do want to watch that. It's always Here, like, I'm always like real skeptical about ordering those things just because it could last like... No, I never do. Like, After the fucking one fight, which was... Uh, no, it wasn't the Ronda Rousey fight. I think it was... What fight was it? I think it was the McGregor The McGregor-Khabib. Like, most recent... It was oh, the McGregor-Khabib fight. After okay. that fight, I'm done fucking even well, look at, like, entertaining that. McGregor-Cowboy. Yeah, just, that like, was last quick. month. PJ ordered that. I went over to PJ's house. I was so yeah. fucking glad it lasted like fucking no time. What was it? 30... Thirty ish seconds. Yeah, I you mean, as soon as they fucking, like, got close. You guys see the GIF of Conor McGregor? Oh my god! Or the the, the meme they created? I'm so glad that you punching. say GIF. Yeah, because people think it's GIF. It's yeah. And the creator GIF. said it's GIF. It's GIF. Yeah. No, but there's a fucking thing. It's it literally had me rolling for the whole goddamn day. I watched it. Conor was. Uh, it, they like photoshopped Conor like over top of Gator's head. So this gator's like swimming through the water and he's like, you fucking punk. <laughs> and he's like, he gets out of the water and he goes running and they, they fucking removed. It's like the running with the bulls, but they remove the bull and they put Connor where the bull is and he's running <laughs> and like, well, the bull bucks people up. He's like uppercutting and yeah. people are flying. And then like, there's like this little kid in a bus and Connor's outside the bus going, <laughs> It's funny. It's good. It's one. great. Think, it's like uh, the Randy Orton TKO ones where the people fall and he that. comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what we were saying, Deontay Wilder, <laughs> Mike Tyson, who's winning? Oh, you mean like that, Mike Tyson? Like prime Mike Tyson? Prime Mike Tyson. Tyson? I'm taking prime. I'm taking prime Mike Tyson. I'm taking. I'm taking I mean, right now I'm taking Wilder. Yeah, like, right now Mike Wilder right for now. sure. But right. oh Wilder is a beast. Man. But see, the the reason that I even have trouble with, and I I know that it's like, it's a hard topic to discuss in any sport, is like times have changed. Yeah, like Deontay Wilder has the advantage of just like human evolution. Like the dude is That's a freak. True. Like people are bigger, stronger, faster. All right, hold like, on, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Me. Steve, did you fucking send this? This <laughs> what? I posted a meme earlier and it says where what neighborhood are they from and it's a bunch of fucking basic ass white boys oh yeah I saw that and somebody just sent me a meme and said they do not take credit for this the user is anonymous but it's a good one and this has Steve Len written all over it but Steve Len's right in front of me so I know it's not him oh my god Nate Livingston all over it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I wish you could see the visual. We might post that. This podcast it, it, is brought to you by that, Adderall that and Ritalin. Might, that might Adderall, Ritalin, and my kids' caddies. <laughs> it, it's <laughs> tough to think like prime versus prime, but <sighs> it is. Well, let's talk you know, about the Tyson, Waters in his prime right now. Yeah, yeah, right now, right now. He's fucking killing That's what I'm saying. So it's like like 1986 is the year that he threw out. So just using that year, you know. Like, I, I'm taking Tyson Prime, period. See, and that's Tyson's the thing too. Is like, animal. And that's the – and that's like kind of still like the golden age He probably kills boxing. a couple like, people. No, I, mean, I don't know. He probably has fucking Aaron Hernandez <laughs> syndrome, dog. I, he's, I mean – maybe not kill people, but he's shortened people's lives. Yeah, oh, he's uh, definitely <laughs> – and that's serious. But – like, like I said too, it's just hard to because in every sport, every athlete, 
we see it time and time again. It's why I argue that Sidney Crosby's more the, gifted than Lemieux or Gretzky. It's just because human evolution. You argue yeah. I say Gret. I don't know, man. That's just that's just because Mario got a soft spot in my heart, man. Mario, I, I, yeah, I know. I did. I mean, Mario, he saved the franchise. Mario twice. and Yager yeah. are like my favorite two oh, okay. players. Of Completely all time. unrelated. I was there for the last Penguins home game in 2003, and at that point, it was still like we might the franchise might be moving to Kansas City. I remember. And they were that. having a rally. There Kansas the very City, next day. Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. We want to thank our beautiful fans in Kansas City, Kansas, for listening to this. <laughs> no, but um, he uh. There was like a, a rally the next day there at the – it was Mellon Arena at the time, parking lot, to save the franchise. And it's like crazy to think if less than two years later we luck into Crosby when we didn't have the best odds to get him yeah. and essentially save the franchise. Yeah. Or we wouldn't have uh, – well, Think about what fucking Mario Lemieux did to make that happen. Crosby lived in his pool house. Yeah, and then, I mean, he he even got his first big contract, and he was like, I don't even want to move yet. Like, yeah. the kids didn't want him to move. He didn't want to move. He was just living his life there. I remember Malkin was living with Gonchar, like, the same time. Yeah. To get acclimated to living in the U.S., but that's, yeah, we're going off on a tangent about. No, it's all good. <laughs> it's all um, good. But to uh, kind of transition, I mean, this is still about Pittsburgh sports. Uh, Mike Tomlin was on first take today to discuss the infamous Mason Rudolph, Miles Garrett situation, which... You know, really, as Mike Tomlin said today on First Take, I don't know how many people have watched it. You said I did not. Know. I didn't even know this happened yeah, until you told me on the way here. Um, you know, Mike Tomlin feels like that should have been put to rest. Pretty much, he said it, we what? put it. We I had games to, like the whole, the incident should have been put to rest because Miles Garrett just with Miles Garrett claiming that Mason said the N word. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's where so hot. Yeah, that should have been. Yeah, because Miles Garrett just went on ESPN and had an interview on outside the lines. Outside the lines. I didn't see any. He pretty much restated that that Mason said it. So, which is why Mike Tomlin went on first take today to defend it. And if you guys know anything about Mike Tomlin, he is very mild-mannered. He likes to keep to himself. Yes. Everything's close to the vest. There is no way that he would do this interview if he did not believe Mason Rudolph. On top of that, it, it's kind of weird that I'm actually just realizing this happened because I think, like, last week, Roger Goodell met with fucking um, yeah, Miles he Garrett. Yeah, he had He let him reinstate him. Yeah. Be so, reinstated. Okay, so uh, my whole thing is he's reinstated. Shut the fuck up. Like, that's pretty much what Just it is. Get right? over it. Yeah, like, shut the fuck up. The Steelers didn't go to the Super Bowl. Uh, fucking Mason didn't even play. Shut the fuck up is my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, no, I just I, – the, the issue that I have with it is – and, you know, I don't want to completely just say Miles Garrett's line because I don't think that that'd be oh, right I to actually me. think that really happened. Oh, okay. Fools on that. <laughs> I mean, oh, no, I'm, I'm with that. I don't like that, but it's still – whether it happened or not, it's irrelevant at this point. It really is. The season's over. <clears throat> it's done. I, I think that the I think that the problem is the fact that people feel like the NFL could have done something, whether, you know, still to this day they should. Um, because it's just a weird explanation, the fact that they're saying that they turn the mics off after the ball is snapped, because I've never known that to be the case. I know. That's have what they either. said. Yeah. But because I, there are mics on the field, there's players mic'd up. But I every single week. From my understanding of it was that in the rule book, I read something about it. Uh, certain people could be mic'd up during right. the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to, and, there's like contracts and shit for that too. And the quarterback had to be mic'd up like once or twice during the season, and that was it. Yeah, but they have like from, like from what the, I. Um, from what I like read, like the whole fucking Bengals and Patriots like recording and shit, like 
they have fucking stipulations for that. You can only record a certain amount, you know? Okay. Well, I, I mean, yeah. You're I the guess, fucking pro at this. We, yeah. we talk well, no, about music. As far as the, like that, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure how that goes. Um, I don't know. To me, I just – I would like if the NFL were to – I mean, they said they conducted a thorough investigation and found no evidence of that being the case. But I just think it's kind of contradictory to then say that they shut the mics off after the ball was snapped because then how can you say for certain that nothing was that said? Nothing was said. I yeah. agree. So I guess that's where my, my issue lies. You know, I'm not here to defend any actions. I think that a, a big part of it too is that depending on which side you are on, what fan base, you saw that whole thing play out a little yeah. differently because yeah. from what I could see, and, you know, I'm not saying this is definitively what happened, it looks like, you know, people are talking about Mason, you know, pulling on Garrett's helmet. To me, it looks like his hand was stuck in his helmet. I did see that, and I and, agree and, with know, that. And, that. and that's just, I mean, that's my point of view on it. Cleveland fans obviously don't think that, that was the case. They're saying he's pulling on his face mask. To me, I thought his hand was stuck in and it. And comes down to it, you, we, none of us were in that situation. None of us knew what was going on. So, like, who's to say what really happened, you know? Right. Like, when I, I played football. Um, there's a lot of shit going on, you know? You don't know what the fuck is going on. So it could be either way, really. Uh, that's that's why I say it really doesn't matter at this point. It's fucking over. So yeah. like, well, I, mean, I just I just I would like there to be to have been some consistency. If Miles Garrett, you know, right after that game, said which, it, w- would like have said out. right there. You know, and Mike Tomlin even said that he went into the Browns locker room after the game and spoke with guys, and there was nothing said. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if. Mike Tomlin would have heard something. So like, basically, Miles Garrett might be pulling the card. And right here's now. and here's another thing too. Um, I, I get that it's his teammate, but we all know Marquise Pouncey. Marquise Pouncey's background. Yeah. <laughs> if he he's literally he on some, the fucking Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> if he would have heard wild. Mason Rudolph say something, I don't think he would have stood up for him. Like no. second off, he's a fucking G. Marquise Pouncey is a G. Not only would oh, he have not stood like, up for him, in my opinion, would I think he might have done something yeah, to Mason yes. himself. Yeah, it's <laughs> and that's no, like he's the thing too. Fucking, like it's Marquise Bounty. Not only is he like it, he's like a proven gang, like not even like I'm not saying gangster like Bloods and Crips. Like no, he just doesn't fucking play around. Like no, period, one hundred percent. You listen to him on the fucking Aaron Hernandez shit. He's joking. He's still loving Aaron. Yeah, I feel like he if he if some shit was said, Marquise probably would have beat the fuck out of Mason. Yeah, and that's the thing. Another thing have, too is like. Okay, see, he did say it. You're also teammates with however many people of the opposite race. So right, I mean, and you're a backup quarterback. Like and you you're have, a backup quarterback. Your, your position on that team is nowhere near solid. So uh, it, I could like, see where where I could see where Mason's head would be inflamed a little bit. You know, head pumped up. But, but at the same time, like, at the really, same time, like you're not the Marquise Pouncey thing is what did it for me. Right, I don't right think there. I don't think you're going to be that mad that you go to that extreme with I'm I mean a I guarantee you like his, you that his are friends are white. yeah his friends about, are definitely of the opposite race think about the so it's not like he's goes home and he's like <laughs> right like yeah but like, like people no, are listen, like portraying him as a clan member though, or something like, and, just like they talk about it it honestly at the end of the day at this point in time doesn't fucking matter what happened no like, it because, doesn't because he still got fucking expelled or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, Roger Goodell reinstated him. Doesn't really matter. Uh, he say, she say, this, that. Either way, 
both accusations are fucked up. At the end of the day, what what is going to what bringing this situation back to life? What is it doing? Defamation of character. Yeah, that's really the only thing, and, and that's I mean that's why Tomlin said he had to speak out is because he didn't feel like Mason was getting a fair shake. I mean, if you watch that outside the lines thing. You know, they got the, the lights dimmed low for Miles Garrett's interview. And oh, it's like yeah. a pity party, essentially, for this guy. When the only thing that we know for a fact is that he hit this guy over the that's head. That's on camera. With yeah. a helmet. That's the only thing that we know for a fact happened. And that's what I'm saying. So even if he did it, even if even if Mason did it, which here say she's, he say she say bullshit. Even if he did it, it's still on camera that he hit him with fucking helmet. It's it's gonna it's gotta it's gotta be handled, you know. Yeah. So period. So like, he's reinstated now. I think that that shit should die. Yeah. But what you said, Smitty Tomlin being very conservative and coming and doing that is yeah. definitely a statement. Like I think I mean that's like, the thing is don't fuck with my QB. Pretty much. You take Ben out of the picture like he was last year and think about who the voices on the Steelers are. Obviously, Mike Tomlin at the head, African American. Ramon Foster, Marquise Pouncey, Cam Hayward. I mean, it, it, it's there's no way that these guys. Well, now as we're talking, as we're talking, I'm sitting here like maybe he did. That's what I'm saying. Like you go on the internet. I mean, it's I, the internet, but people are portraying Mason Rudolph as like a Klan's member. Yeah, yeah, like, that's like, bullshit. You know what I mean? That's like, bullshit. This dude, you, he, you think he, he goes home and he gets on like chills with like, fucking. Marquise Pouncey on a daily basis. But, like, I mean, you think he goes home and he's like, oh, like... You think Bud Dupree is going to, like, fucking stand for that shit? Like, his clan's friends are going to be, like, okay with him being a football player working around the opposite race. No. Like... You know, I think that a a big problem, too, is people want to tie in his... Whatever his political beliefs might be. Yeah. Another thing is, too, race is a big issue in America, but also race is being used where it shouldn't be. For excuse purposes. Race isn't it's it's a it's a fucking issue, but the uh, I don't think the mark I don't think the fucking uh, Mason things uh, uh, a racing last before thing. before we yeah I was say last thing his best friend and roommate in college James Washington yeah I mean that's his, that's, that's his go to guy yeah. um before we transition to the other thing I want to touch on one thing and I only want to make this like a one minute thing let's not like drag this the fuck Phil's out Phil's about to spit a rap no let's not let's not let's not drag this the yeah, fuck out you should have never started with me this was actually brought to my attention yesterday and I just thought about it and I really really want to make this like a known thing even though it's probably never going to be so we have Antoine Brown or what's his name the, the little kid who got shot. Oh, Rose. Antoine, Antoine Rose. Rose. Oh, okay. There was... And by the way, I, I support I support the fucking... Uh, the protest. That... Whatever. Like, that was fucked up. I do too, but, like, don't affect people's... Lo- like, no, daily... Nonetheless, 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 that's not what I was getting at. What I was getting at is we had that. We had the protest. The fucking um, Wilkinsburg cookout shooting. The trial was just this week. And the people that shot four, four or five, including a child, they were acquitted on all charges. They they were set free this week. I don't know if you guys actually I heard that. I didn't know. Yeah, the people, you know, the Wilkinsburg cookout shooting, you heard of it? I, I think I remember hearing something about and, it. And people know. got cornered with an AK-47. Oh, yes, yes, okay. The, 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 the dudes that were involved in that were found not guilty this week. They were acquitted. Done. 
Now what I'm saying is, y'all obviously have not heard that. A lot of people have not heard about that. Why is that not being talked about is what I'm saying. We Maybe can talk about this for one minute because I don't like to get into politics and, uh, and racial issues. But like why did these two people that – I don't I don't know the stipulations of the of – the, I don't know the stipulations of the – and it wasn't even a race crime. Race crime. This was – they were – all of the individuals were black. All uh-huh. of them. But what I'm saying is even if guilty or not. That this has been very sheltered by Pittsburgh this past week. So the only thing that I would lean towards without having much information on it would be protective purposes for the people that they acquitted, not wanting somebody to take revenge on them. You know, yeah. putting them there. Also, also there. saw Twitter um, statements saying that the DA of Pittsburgh actually fucked the trial up, and that's mm. why they got let go. They're, they're pretty much what I'm seeing. I, so I'm not they might be protecting. Pretty the much what I'm seeing is that they 100 percent did it, but they fucked some evidence shit up during trial, and they were acquitted. Damn it, OJ. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is definitely an OJ move. But what I'm what I'm saying is I, I've not seen that on Facebook at all. Like I've not seen that. Nobody says a goddamn thing. Uh, it's uh, like a rock fucking, music. Uh, yeah. uh, Antoine well, Rose. Like Antoine Rose. <laughs> God rest his soul. I supported all that. I thought it was fucked up. That cop is fucked up. But it was all over the place. It was all over the place. But then a baby was killed. There's fucking multiple lives murdered in a cookout. You're at a cookout with your friends and family. And then five of you are dead. And now the guys that are accused of doing it are on the street again. Like I can go back to what he was what he said, like the rock music thing, and I'm big just trying money. to tie everything that media, talk about it together. Media doesn't. Are we really doing the conspiracy thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, like media controls everything. Think about it. you guys. You guys media didn't know what the fuck I was talking everything. about. Like, no, I don't. I no, no one idea. knows that. I don't know that. Yeah, no. The guys that look it up, Wilkinsburg shooting, they were acquitted. They're on, they're out right now. And like it's I said, that, that probably has a lot to do with media. Media controls everything. If they think you should hear about it. You're going to hear about that, it. I think that uh, we as people should start putting it's all about views. fucking light on that. You know? It's all about views. How how you can get your views in the news. Like every day, if you up. think about it, like every day, is there a cure for cancer? Find out at 5 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, if you eat Skittles, if you eat two Skittles a day oh. for 100 days... You're going to get cancer. Oh, the, you're going to get the coronavirus if you do. Like I said, I only wanted to talk about that for a minute. Let's switch it up. You just said you're going to get cancer. You ever seen them fucking, um, them videos on, on like them, uh, commercials on TV? And it's always about some, some shit. Me and Savannah love to. But um, the people in it are like the happiest. Yeah, not even that. Just like. Me and Savannah like to we, – we say that every one of these pills sound oh, side like, effects. Yeah, well, the oh, side effects yeah. is my next thing. The okay. first thing is um, the names of the pills. We always say that they sound like names of new 2020 rappers. If you put <laughs> Lil in front of all the pills, it's like fucking hilarious. Like Lil Zydrafil, 
<laughs> or a little, little Tanactor night. Like, it's like, and then you're like laughing. And then the whole time they're going through the fucking spiel, they're like, oh, by the way, this pill may include you vomiting out your mouth while you die in a painful bliss. And um, this pill might make you never have babies again. This pill might make you just convulse and die in your sleep. Yeah. But guess what? You should take now, it. Now, wait 900 and get this motherfucking pill. I don't know what the fuck, why we just talked about that, but me and Savannah always laugh. It's, it's like, media. it's like, it's, it's always like, it's always like, it's every name of it. Everything's is like, like controlled by fear. So like, if you fear, like, the coronavirus they, right now, they like, play, they, they oh can, my they god, can you a, could, they can do an ad with coronavirus and be like, hey, get the coronavirus. And then there's piano in the background, and it's like, side effects may include bleeding the eyes, bleeding the ears, bleeding in the mouth. You might end up like Zachary Dollar Smith. You also it's might end thing. up dead. You might uh, <laughs> have never have kids. You might have a tumor on the side of your head. And then it's like, call us today. <laughs> but like, I'm one of one. Always, always the, uh, the like pharmaceutical commercials and stuff. When they want you to take a pill for something, the people in that commercial look like the happiest people in the whole yes, entire world. And they're like throwing they're like, their kids around. Yeah, and they're like they're doing plays. crazy stuff. They're in a beach. Meanwhile, they're on a you yacht. You might die if you take this motherfucking pill, but I don't know. I just wanted to talk about the Wilkinsburg thing. You ever wake that. up tired and hungry? Yeah, you ever wake up tired and hungry? Take this. You might go to sleep tired and hungry. <laughs> We got, ever, we got a we got a pill. You for have that. erectile dysfunction. You might take this, but your dick might fall off. But yeah. hey, guess what? Take this pill. Your erection lasts more than four hours. Smitty, we have two last things we want to talk about. Smitty wants yeah. to talk about the Astros scandal and the state of where, the MLB. You can see where my, my mind always goes. Yes, it's the sports. Yeah, it's the you're sports. I haven't gotten to talk about this on around the four one two yet. Really, this uh, is a we, huge we, thing. We covered it a little bit, but I, feel I like, you know, was not made aware of this until Zachary Dolan. <laughs> more and more stuff continues to come out um, as players continue to speak out against it, um, mainly because of the lack of action taken against the players that participated in the Astros sign stealing scandal. And it goes a lot deeper than that. Um, you know, into the minor league ranks where they talk about they were potentially tinkering with their grading system of their prospects. So. Essentially, teams could have been thinking that the Astros valued these guys higher. You know, and a lot of that, you know, as a Pirates fan, we saw that Derek Cole trade. Um, Colin Moran was not as good of a prospect. No, as, shout out Derek Cole. He's a fucking beast. He's a, he's a monster. As uh, the Astros were making I party with him a couple of times. He's like literally me, but a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> he literally like I, I. No, I mean, dude, I, I loved his I persona here. Like going to, I went to the, games. I went to the yeah. fucking. I went to the dinner. Um, or um, Josh. Um, Bell? No. No, not Josh Josh Bell. Harrison? Harrison had a benefit dinner. Mm. Derek Cole was there. I was married at the time. Me and my wife, my ex-wife were there. And um, it was all, like, casual in, like, fucking, like, you're in suits and shit. And me and Derek Cole sat at the fucking bar and just were matching shot for shot. And he was, like, yelling profanity. Imagine how much more he could drink now with all that money. All money he's <laughs> yeah. Well, well that money you go, I'd like yeah, to like go there and see him. <laughs> I, I love that one. It was like, uh, I think it was a GIF, but like the usher said something to him in the Pens game, and like you just see him like look over, yeah. And smile, like, yeah, and like, put his thumb up. Like, he was like banging yeah. on the, gla- the yeah. glass of the penalty box. They and told the, me he couldn't do it. Yeah, and he was he just gave him a thumbs up. Like, I was yeah, actually okay, buddy. <laughs> that game. That was yeah. I wasn't with him obviously, but but yeah, um, we got. They were like, Garrett Cole's in the building, and then you just see like, all this fuckery going on, and you're like, he's hammered. <laughs> Anyways, Garrett Cole was with the Astros. 
He's not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this, this sign stealing thing has kind of taken the MLB by storm. Um, you know, we know how big like the steroid era was. Um, at the same time, it's kind of, you know, wasn't as isolated as this. You know, you don't know how many guys from different teams were doing it. This is like, okay. We know yeah. the Astros as an organization were doing Goodness. that much more than everybody else. There's no doubt in my mind that there's other teams that are, you know, bending the rules, oh, doing absolutely. things that are illegal by MLB's rules. In my opinion, if you don't do illegal is, things, you're not going to make it in life. <laughs> well, they won a World Series out of it. They did, they did win a World Series out of it, and it's not getting stripped from them, which, you know, is kind of a – because most of that championship, like, yeah, you got your rings, you have a trophy, whatever, you have the banner to put up. Really what it's for is just like the memory of it happening. And regardless of if you strip that or not, in everybody's mind, the Astros won the World Series. Series. You can't take that away, unfortunately. Yeah, Um, like, oh, the Dodgers would have won, but the Astros stole something. Like their home road splits were insane. Yeah. In Um, life, literally, it's – there's so much unknown. If we really dug back into like everything that's happened with MLB and NBA and NFL, NHL, there's so much shit that we don't even know about, just like the government. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and that's what we're saying is like, there's been we, I oh, brought up the steroid so era and everything like that, but this is just like so many, so isolated to one team, and oh, so and like definitely like a political, technologically like, advanced. Yeah, that it's it's like trying know, to shut shut. It's a team pretty down. much like there's 29 teams in the MLB, but the Astros going but against one. Yeah, um, I thought it was funny. I seen uh, I think the Yankees are playing or no. The Astros' first series is in Anaheim, I believe. It might, I mean, that's a division rival. It very well could be, yeah. But Dodgers fans and Yankees fans bought, like, uh, upwards of, like, 30,000 tickets to oh go to God. that game and boo every yeah. time the Astros came up. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying, you know, the Yankees. That's, that's political shit right the there. The Yankees very well could have won a ring without that happening. At the same time, they would have still faced somebody in the World Series. It's not like the Astros were the ones that beat them in the World Series, so it's yeah. not a given thing. Um, but they definitely deserve the shot to be there. It's just, I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate that who knows how long this was going on. Um, we definitely know 2017 this year is like, or this past year, the whole thing with the buzzers, where they wear in buzzers. Um, um, yeah. That video is kind of weird with Jose Altuve. The reasonings that we've heard after it since, like a tattoo, a weird tattoo or his wife didn't want him to be shirtless because she's jealous. Meanwhile, there's other videos of him dancing around the locker room shirtless. The fact that as soon as he hits it, he runs into the dugout to change to yeah. take his jersey and comes back out with a T-shirt that he wasn't wearing under his jersey. Yeah, I mean, so there's just there's, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of incriminating weird. evidence there um, to this, and you know, I just I don't see how anybody at this point could still dispute it. I think personally, the best thing for the Astros to do is kind of just fully embrace it, be the heel. That the MLB needs, yeah, <laughs> and just I mean, they're I'm not you know an advocate for hitting guys. Uh, unfortunately, we are going to see a lot this year. Uh, that's the one wow. thing that that Rob Manfred. It, what's what's odd is you see no punishment for these players, and I am not for banning them from the MLB because I sit here and think how many players are really going to go against that being in that same position. I feel like any players that were on that team, regardless of who they were, you have guys like Trevor Bauer who have been very outspoken about this. If he were on that Astros team, you're telling me he's not going to do the same thing that those guys in that position did oh he absolutely would i mean i just yeah that's so i don't agree with banning if you were to suspend them for like a year you know like we have seen or maybe the astros play this year but they can't make the postseason 
so there, some, there has yeah. to be some kind of repercussion. Yeah, I, I just think that they've at. been way too light with the punishment for them. Um, essentially, it was just you know a one-year suspension for the GM and coach. Now they were fired, but that wasn't the MLB's decision. That was the Astros' yeah, decision Astros afterwards. Decision. Yeah, I just I think that the MLB was way too lenient with the punishment, and now you have that precedent. Like, how do you? Give somebody if, if you do find more wrongdoings, like they're investigating the Red Sox still right now, how do you go beyond what you did against the Astros to them? Because you really can't. And then if, if somebody does it down the line, they could point to, well, you know, why didn't the Astros get punished the way that we feel like they should have or yeah. you're punishing us? Yeah, because a team could easily do the same thing, win the World Series, yeah. and then come out. And why and, not? Yeah, <laughs> if you're winning the if World you, Series, they're not going to take it away from you, yeah, regardless of what you do. There's no repercussions for doing it. But, I mean, as a pirate fan, we got to get every advantage we can. Cheat. <laughs> Which is funny, though, too, because I seen something about that year. The Pirates were the only ones to beat them in a series at home. Yeah, last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they, won, they won two out of three like, right before the All-Star break. They scored like a, like a, close to 30 I, runs yeah, or something like that. something crazy. <laughs> I want to say, too, this is not related to the Astros thing. I, I know that, you know, I don't know how many uh, sports fans listen to this, how many Pirates fans, and I understand. I, I get both sides of, you know, Pirates, you know, the apologist side, also the people who want to boycott the team. I, I, I will, I'm willing to listen to everything. My thing is I don't think enough people realize how much of an MLB issue it is and not the Pirates specifically. You have the Red Sox who just traded one of the top five players in baseball in Mookie Betts. For money purposes. Yeah. Now, the Pirates trade Starling Marte and get back two prospects, 19 years old. One's, one actually is in the top 100 prospects now. And you have people calling it a salary dump, but the Red Sox trade Mookie Betts. And not mm. pe- people aren't taking issue with it because the Red Sox spend money. Yet if you want to look at it from a percentage standpoint, the Pirates actually mm. spend a higher percentage of their money brought in than teams like the Dodgers, Red Sox, Yankees. Because they don't want to go over that luxury tax that then gets put into the money that goes to these smaller market teams yeah i just i think that a lot of people want to and you know i the pirates absolutely could spend more money than they do i'm by no means sitting here defending bob nutting i i just i think that not enough people understand that it's not a bob nutting issue this is most owners across baseball not willing to spend money because they have no reason to there's no salary floor there's no salary cap they can do whatever they want they get money just for Owning a team. I mean, we saw the that that BAM agreement where every team was given fifty million dollars before the season started. Yeah. I mean, that's and, and you look at even not to switch sports, but in the NFL, every team is given more money than the salary cap every single season. So before anybody is on that roster, they have enough money to max out their entire roster and have fifty million dollars profit. Yet nobody takes issue with it. Let's change the subject. <laughs> One thing about that, though, like you were saying about uh, somebody's calling whiskey again. Yeah, someone is calling. <laughs> they want them wings. Uh, no, I love Zachary Dollar Smith. He like goes and he gets so passionate about this, and then I'm like sitting here thinking, I'm like, this is great. And then I'm like, some people are gonna be like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> but the Yankee, Yankee, no, most people like, listen are probably be like. Just like I said, going against like, Shut the, the pirates, pirates, not realizing that. No, I, I know. I'm just fucking yeah. with you. But like, no salary cap. Like a team like the Yankees could go out and spend so much money, build an all-star team. Yeah, spend more money on Derek Cole than the Pirates roster. Yeah, that's and, like, and obviously, 
like the only way to compete against that is do the same thing, but small market team. You can't. Yeah. And then if you do that, it, say the Pirates were to go out and spend, what, like $150 million like people want them to. Okay, the Yankees are spending. All right, we can spend three hundred to four hundred million dollars. Yeah, like, easily. Snap of a finger. Like okay. And even you know, people want to bring up the fact that the Steelers and the Penguins can compete in the smaller markets. Well, they're in salary cap sports for one. Yes. Two, I could show everybody the article because I have it saved at this point, just from having to show so many people that Mario has said without a salary cap, one, the Penguins might not be here. Two, if they are a franchise, they aren't competing with markets like New York, Chicago, no, Boston, Detroit. So, I mean, it's just they are fortunate enough to be in a salary cap sport where, for whatever reason, MLB just never has been. I mean, well, I, don't, I don't understand it, to be honest. At the same time, I am happy to know that there isn't a – I feel like there should be a floor. The problem with the cap would be – and it really doesn't affect me, but I understand when people bring it up. The fact that then you're just putting more money in the owner's pockets because that you, they only have to spend say, – say you make it $150 million, whatever – then everything on top of that, that's just profit for the owner. So, you know, you want them to spend as much money as possible. The problem is there's owners that can spend two to three times as much as other owners. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a it's a double-edged sword. It's just for me personally, I would prefer there to be a salary cap just because I could care less how much the owners are making. If a guy's yeah, a billionaire, I don't care if he's a has a billion dollars or two billion dollars. What's it what's the difference to me? Um, I would just rather see a more competitive product across the entire sport. I so. I agree with that. Okay. We're changing it now. Okay. We're good. We're changing it now. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's ready. Phil's been Googling this whole time something he wants to talk about. No, I think he's just been texting. Oh. <laughs> no, but, honestly, if you, if you guys want to know, I'm, I'm just trying to go get um, wings since whiskey's not fucking right. open tonight. <laughs> okay, so uh, the last so thing. So the last thing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you, you, you off. You wanted no, to talk. No, no, no go ahead. No, you no, wanted no, to no, talk no. about this. No, no. I, the last thing we're talking about is fucking. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. I brought this to attention to fucking Zachary Dollar Smith, our sport fucking expert. Most of the time he's talking about it. I'm like, wow, I'm being very educated right now. <laughs> yeah. But um, Joaquin Phoenix um, on the Oscars won – was it be- – I don't know what the award was. Best actor. Best actor for Joker. And he took the time Phenomenal. to talk yeah, about some amazing. shit. And beginning of this before we recorded – Neither one of them knew what I was talking about. And I just said, hey, um, you guys might want to watch this. Well, actually, Steve fucking just put it on. I didn't even yeah. say that. But we watched it. And um, I think at the end of it, we all were very kind of silent and like, what? Just kind of took it in. I was it very was, invested. It was kind of like, but at the end of it, like, at first, you're just like, okay, he's just rambling on, kind of, kind of. You're like, okay. But by the end of it, you're just sitting back and looking at your life like, wow, what the fuck? Like, yeah, like, he says we've we've taken away from the, we forgot the natural world. Like, we, we, we take resources, we take resources from, the natural from cows and, and animals <laughs> and this and that. And then he just was talking about helping people. And Zachary Dollar Smith on our note section has put that was his um, last thing he said before the last thing he said. His brother wrote a song lyric. A song lyric that says, "Run to to run to the rescue with love, and peace will follow." I might get that tatted. 
Yeah, actually, <laughs> I was actually thinking, like, I might get that fucking tatted. Like, that is, that's deep. No, he just basically talks about well, how we, we suck all the resources, our natural, we, we, we live in a natural world. It, it, there's animals, and they are, and they are predator versus prey or whatever. But we literally just think we dominate the fucking world. We just come around, take what we need, and leave everything in the dust. We fucking kill animals every day to eat food. We only care about ourselves. Continuing to make it a worse world yeah. and planet for the generation after. Yes. And I think it was a fucking, like, at first you're like, at first I was like, oh, that was a good, the fuck was he talking good, about? Like, but then at the end I'm like, speech. at the end I'm like, wow, this dude just Here's won a fucking award for doing a fucking movie about like he a was psychopath. About, and now he's like. He was saying about how, like, we as people only center on ourselves. Like, he was saying about, like. Uh, gay rights and inequality and blah 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 and how like us people were like oh that don't affect us we don't care yeah. I mean I find myself doing that to me no, yeah, forget I do too forget. like I'm just like oh whatever like, like it don't affect me not I don't to, care not to like put like our establishment down but like we come to Whiskey Rhythm all the time the 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 process to get the foods and everything mm. that we do I was wondering on where the that was plates yeah. to where we're at <laughs> It's kind of fun. Like, if we don't think about it, you know? I actually saw a GIF. GIF. I actually saw a GIF, and it, it was like raising a baby chicken. And it was like egg till boom, 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 boom. And as soon as it went to feathers, it went right directly into a dude taking a bite of a chicken wing. That's kind of, that's kind of creepy. But I mean, yeah, but you don't even think about you, it like if, that. No. I mean, if you think about it, like, what if there was, say, like, everybody talks about aliens. So say, like... Aliens were a more superior race to they just came than us. us. And Milks are like females. some of ours, yeah, like some of us, when we had babies, they took the babies away from us. And yeah, you eat veal. Yeah, like, what about like veal? Ate them or ate us as a person or took like it's stuff fucked. from us. Like I think can, we all can learn from Joaquin's fucking and, and and actually everybody should take that into like consideration. He is obviously a genius of some sort with with. Acting, he fucking killed Joker. Period. Um, Joker was amazing. Joker dude was definitely amazing. has an inner monologue. He yes. is, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude definitely is an inner monologue. Like he fucking like, he was like, you know what? I did everything I want in my life. I just won this award. You know what I'm gonna say? Yeah. How shitty people are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even in front of like all of those yeah, A-list think, celebrities too. I think, I think too. Like, just imagine being one of those people sitting there. It's like. At first, would you be yeah, surprised? Like but then at the same time, it's like, this is Walking like, Phoenix. It kind of shit. fits the mold of who he is. Yeah, like, I, I, I kind of get that from him. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Because yeah. I feel like even in that like speech, he was saying about how like he's been an asshole most of his yeah. life and blah, 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 and how he was thankful for people giving him a second chance. And now he like wants to do better or whatever. And it was, it was a powerful speech. It was powerful. It was so powerful. This whole goddamn podcast has been powerful. And that's the thing is like you need people that have that platform to say those types of things. Like if if we say that on here, who's that resonating with? No, yeah. uh, uh, most of the whiskey rhythm. A hundred and the hundred and sixty people that listen to the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, they said something powerful. Like listen to this podcast. They said something powerful. But like if we won an Oscar or something and it was out no, there, people then people listen. People would listen. What if I said it and he said it wouldn't matter. Somebody would just copy it and paste it as their own. Right. 
I just hit myself in the face with a gun. Hey, um. <laughs> final thoughts? Final thoughts. One final thought. Wait, I do want to say something real quick before we wrap this up. I made a post. Permani Brothers is opening March 4th. I DJ. 8 a.m. Not, not February 23rd. <laughs> I was that, excited. That was a Flute. employee party. Steve That's, tried to invite his entire Facebook community I was to their, going. their party. I mean, yeah. Savannah were there. We were eating all the fun. I, know. I was like looking at it and I was That's like, it's crazy. a Sunday, four to six. Like, get done DJing, podcast, eat a sandwich, perfect day. And he was like, an employee party. I was like, oh, damn. But <laughs> March 4th, it is official, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Two days after Hanks opens. Two days oh. after Hanks opens. Oh, oh! So you can yeah. get Hanks and, and El Paso already open. So Beaver County, I'm Beaver County is booming. Yeah. But the first hundred people in line at the Manaka Permani Brothers, one free sandwich a week for a whole year. Boom! Crazy. Final thoughts. Uh, that I mean, we covered everything. Uh, final thoughts is. Brian, you should be open on Mondays. I really want <laughs> rings right now, but I can't. I'm going to go get wings. It's a, been a pleasure with Zachary Dollar Smith and Stephen Lynn. My one final thought, Ellen DeGeneres says it best each and every episode, be kind to one another. Facts. I like that. Facts. What up, Steve? Steve's done. <laughs> Steve doesn't have a final thought. He's thinking um, with his inner monologue about his I'm final thinking thought. about my inner monologue, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, be kind to each other. Uh, I'll close with a – we talked about Aaron Lewis. So I'll close with an Aaron Lewis lyric. It says, believe in me because I was made for chasing dreams. It's my life. It's my choice. Hear my words. Hear my voice. And just believe. Boom. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Have a good night.